Welcome everyone. I uh, wanted to give a, a quick update on uh, some some great great results that have yielded in my life. Uh, credit to uh, the universe, the, the creator of all the reason we are all here in this in this earth on this earth. Um, also credit to all of my previous mentors and uh, current mentors that I have as of now. Uh, the the ones that have taught me from a virtual. Uh, platform also uh, all of the mentors that I've had on a from a, from a historical virtual perspective meaning you know books audiobooks old recordings um, also entrepreneurs that have uh, taken a path less traveled documenting content that uh, at the time seemed uh, front upon or you know just not not the common topic to talk on. Uh, but yeah, I, I've literally just... Uh, oh, and shout out to Julius Johnson. Uh, someone that I came across in this journey. And he he brought new things. Uh, he brought awareness to a lot of things in my life. So extremely grateful for that. I, I've just um, within the last two months, my credit has increased, uh, and this is just on, uh, for an example, using the FICO app on Wells Fargo. Credit went up eleven points, uh, and it hasn't been updated after this new. Adjustment has been made, uh, meaning that the 11 points was increased, I believe, after one or two, I think maybe two, I'm not sure, but let's just say two for uh, protection's sake. So after two to three items were removed, uh, my credit had gone up 11 points, and um, a lot of the things I had on my on my credit report was uh, a lot of duplication, a lot of pretty much the same thing, the same uh Debt that was triggered uh, differently in the same in the same uh, umbrella, if you will. So, for an example, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian, uh, it have the school loans on their good two to five times. And uh, Julius, he recommended. I was in the process of. Uh, also, shout out to. Jay, my boy Negro from Tampa, Florida, he he, uh, he also encouraged me. He said, yeah, man, start working on your credit now. Uh, he, he did it multiple times. He did it prior to me being in the industry that I'm in now and, and uh, also followed up with a reminder to get on it. And uh, I, I've taken action since. I've, uh, I've allocated some of the money that I have into taking care of it. And my first approach was to begin paying it. Of course, uh, calling the creditors and and working out a plan. And in the process, I, I ended up paying, I started off with one of the smaller accounts. I believe it was Tico. And uh, paid off a good 60% of it within two and a half, three weeks. And 
Julius has had suggested uh, I call Lexington. He educated me a little bit on Lexington law. Uh, he educated me a little bit on on the fact that if if you, you could pay it, and it, you know, it's not wrong with paying it, but there's a lot of times, a lot of times when you pay off your your uh, your debts, it just it just shows pays paid off. It doesn't necessarily come off of your credit. Um, it still shows as a negative item on your credit report. So, taking that to consideration, I ended up I chose to call uh, the same uh, Tico. I called Tico after made after having made two payments. I called them. And uh, and asked. So after I pay this, you know, are you guys going to take this out of my off my credit report, or um, is it still going to be there? And they just pretty much uh, told me that uh, it's still going to be shown as a negative. It just it's going to show paid off. And it's funny because when I first started uh, making the payments, I, I requested for information to be sent to me after making the payment. But uh, I guess words, man, derivatives, words are motherfucking vital. So. Uh, the representative stated that she will send documentation, uh, but that documentation would pretty much say that it was paid off in full. Um, when really what I was wanting to confirm before making those initial payments was, um, if, will, will it be taken off of my report, right? Like, that just makes sense. Why would I make a payment, even though, yes, I am responsible, but the goal in making those payments and actually prioritizing it is to make a difference in my credit report. Um, so with that being said, I've been paying Lexington Law. Uh, fee is 109. I believe you have the option after the first month and being a member to drop it down to a lower uh, membership cost. Uh, I believe 50, 55 bucks a month. But as of now, uh, the, the the option that I chose is for the the credit check. reports, if you will, to be deducted or at least attempted to be deducted on uh, removed. Um, regardless, regardless, within the next two and a half, three months, I'll, I'll go ahead and drop it down to a lower uh, a lower plan. But anyway, the point is that that's been two and a half months of me being a part of, of, uh, of paying a firm to, to actually send out letters it's pretty much it's and it's nothing that you can't do right a lot of there's a lot of platforms i think credit karma allows you to um, credit karma uh allows you to to actually do it for yourself it allows you to to send out these letters uh only and, and you know, they, they provide mailing addresses. Uh, the thing is, you have to be educated as all things. You have to be educated, know uh, the goal, know the options you have, and, you know, the reasons for, for disputes, and also be consistent. If they do not, you have to understand the process. If they if they don't accept it immediately, um, you'd have to just continue that and be consistent, pretty much. Continue sending out uh, similar letters, uh, counter, counter, uh, Fighting back, pretty much, right? Just doing whatever you could to, to to get what you want. So, in essence, that's what I'm paying Lexington Law to do. They're pretty consistent. If if the if the creditor, for an example, responds uh, with a saying, if they say no, for an example, from my understanding, Lexington Law will just send resend 
uh, another letter um, and they'll continue fighting until somebody gives if you will um, and I'm sure there's gonna be well I'm not I'm not sure I don't know what the outcome of it all is gonna be but as of now there is a total of I think six items removed from my credit report six I think it's yeah six 19 percent uh, of the 33 total that I initially had um, again a lot of these things are duplicated but um, one of the biggest things and just today uh, just this morning it, it's uh, today's June 16th 2019 um, what a great day to be alive as always uh, I woke up Decided to just log. No, I, I read one of my emails and it said, "Good news, uh, three items have been removed from your credit report." And the great thing is, uh, great thing about it was that I uh, initially the first things that were being removed was uh, from from Equifax and Experian. But this time, three of three of the negative reports that haven't been removed from the other ones were removed from TransUnion. And I believe that's actually one of the bigger creditors, the more important one. Um, well, at least I carry one of the, the creditors that carry more weight. So uh, with that being said, you know, Sprint, AT&T, uh, completely removed. And there was another service, uh, doesn't come to mind which one it was exactly right now, but that was removed. And uh, man, it just it feels extremely good. Uh, the updates, the, the 11 points that were increased on my credit report, that is updated every month using the Wells Fargo uh, FICO credit score app. So uh, I'll give another update. I'll give another update come, uh, you know, a little sooner than next, this time next next month. Uh, with, within two, two and a half, three weeks, I'll definitely check it and, uh, and go from there. I know for a fact... Um, I may be able to do one a little, a little earlier, too, because I know that uh, Credit Karma, they all have different credit reports, by the way. I noticed that the one on uh, that, that I get from, from my FICO score, the one that I get from Wells Fargo is lower than the one that shows on, on Credit Karma. Um, and it's also, and the one that, that Lexington Law gave me when initially pulling my credit report was lower than the one I thought I had, which was the one that was on uh, Credit Karma. So, uh, regardless, you know, as long as as they're going up, for an example, even the one in credit on Credit Karma did increase, I believe, total of four points uh, before before the, the, the additional three uh, items were removed. So I might I might get a little update on that as well, um, and uh, and go from there. But anywho, man, just extremely excited thankful to be alive uh, last week from a uh, financial market perspective I I was able to offset I'm not sure if I'm in profit yet uh, one of the goals I actually have to uh, journal I have to add some new trades to the journal to see net net where do I stand but um as I spoke about a couple of weeks, maybe a week and a half, two weeks ago, if that, I made a mistake. I got into a trade. It was uh, an IPO one, two. Uh, I didn't necessarily have a stop loss. Uh, 
um, as I mentioned before, I did set one up, but I didn't put a good to cancel. And by the time the next day came, uh, I, I don't know, I could have said it. Um, regardless of the reason, there's no, there's no, there's no excuse for it. I could have definitely created a stop loss. Now I know how to do it for a fact. Um, I was a very beginner at that time. I wasn't sure how to add uh, to a position, it being a stop loss. Now I know how to do it, and it's a lot better. But uh, due to this mistake, a funny story at the end of this, and I'll, I'll end with it, is a funny story. Or, or, uh, so the, the trade ended up going against me, and well, not 100%, which ties in. Another trade, actually. Sorry, that's another trade. But lift. So lift. Um, I ended up losing 200, 248. Uh, I, yeah, so I ended up losing 248 on lift. I had a bear call, and the stock decided to 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 go up in value. So yeah, I lost. I lost some money, and the thing is, I could have definitely got out of that trade before. I could have got out of that trade way before, um, and not lost as much. But you know, in hindsight, we all are masters, right? We all think and, and learn from our mistakes in, in hindsight once we know the outcome. So, um, so with that being said, the, the biggest lesson is to always have stop losses, and uh, and yeah, go from there. But um, funny thing is, is oh, I was in a, in a trade on Netflix. I had a butterfly spread on Netflix, and uh, I wasn't too sure. This is this is why paper trading and understanding risk reward before actually going live is vital. I still uh, have a problem with it. I like to. Uh, I, I'm not sure if this is the right word. Degenerate gambler, uh, but yeah, I kind of kind of like the risk. I don't like the the ramifications of loses. Uh, as I'm sure not many people do, but um, all in all, I ended up, uh, it was a good trade. I just prematurely got out. And what I mean by that is I, I exited the trade a day before expiration. One, because I wasn't sure if um, there would be any problems with me trying to exit the trade on the day of expiration. I didn't want to have to deal with anything. And two, I wasn't 100% sure on what the ramifications are for not uh, exiting a trade, letting a butterfly spread expire, having uh, holding it all the way till expiration. So because of that, I decided not to risk anything, and I took a 50-ish, $56 loss on that. Um, and come to think about it back, uh, at day, on day of expiration, the stock totally went my way. As soon as I got out of the trade, not as soon as, but um, yeah, the, the stock went my in, in favor of my direction. Well, technically not in favor at this point because I was no longer in the trade, but um, it's all good. Uh, follow up with a couple of good positions that I did have as well. Um, I had a, a bearish, I bought two long puts on a stock and uh, it totally went in my direction. I managed it to the best of my ability. Uh, right before it hitting my actual target, I ended up creating a risk-free trade, meaning I decreased my stop loss. Um, so I, I put it closer to the current price, and I removed the target, or I, I believe I expanded the target to a new target. 
And what I did is pretty much uh, created a, a, a trade where if it went up in value, if this long put went up in value, um, it would stop me out at a not a loss, but less than where I was profited. Let's say I was at uh, 40, I think 56, uh, 40 something, 50 something worth of profit. Um, now, if it would have went against me, if it would have gone up in value, I would have maybe took I would have took maybe eight bucks. Uh, but it's still a risk free trade and I'm still profitable. Uh, so I ended up adjusting the trade multiple times and uh, and then I ended up and then I kept I kept the target there because I was I was at the time I was working so I couldn't really manage it as much as I wanted. I would have t- taken out the target and allowed it to run a little more towards my direction if I was actively trading it but because I wasn't uh, I had set that contingency order if it went below 740 uh, to sell and uh, got me out of the trade. I believe I made 50, over 50 something bucks on it, and uh, and uh, and then I have three more active trades that are currently. Uh, yeah, I have three more active trades. I, I I was wanting to clean slate a little bit, uh, get some more clarity, and, and reapply some new rules. So I you know I was trying to just scale out of all positions, um, but not necessarily for no reason. For an example, H uh, Home Depot, I. I have a bull call spread on Home Depot, and it's uh, definitely it has a good. It's a good trending stock, and it's it's doing it's working in my favor. Um, I believe if I haven't, I definitely have to make sure I adjust. I think I made this a risk-free trade as well. I've adjusted it to where um, it's risk-free. It's also, yeah, it's a. it's actually also on the report as well this week. Um, so it goes up in value. It continues to go up in value. I Oh, yeah, I increased. I, 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 I made it a risk-free trade, and I changed the target to 207 versus a 204, which is the original target that I had for it. Um, and uh, so that's... That's that, and then I have two more positions. SPR, which is a bearish uh, position, um, not in profit as of now. I still have some time till expiration, and uh, it's still set up. It hasn't broken the channel, uh, the, the the bearish channel, and also TRV travel. It's uh, also uh, it's not in positive profit yet. It's not a profit yet, but um, it hasn't stopped me out. Um, depending on the activity that we have, and if I'm able to actively uh, monitor this this trade, I may just go ahead and adjust, make it risk free, and uh, just play with it. Try to extract as much as I can. Um, take what the market gives me. You know, cutting losses short and allowing profits to rise. Uh, so yeah, with that, it's, it's exciting. So, so yeah, I, I believe I pretty much offset. Um, if anything, I look at it as an educational expense. And, and I would say for the yeah, actually one of the, for for the first time, I'm actually um, creating money. You know what I mean? I may not be in a profit um, net net. I may not be in profit when when it comes to education. When it comes to uh, the time that I've invested in in you know, it, but. That, that has nothing to do with it, you know. It's, it does, but not immediately. 
Um, started the business uh, March 15, 2019. And uh, it just makes sense, you know. Uh, one of my coaches, my mentors, he's, he's, he's always uh, reminding me to, to think in terms of expenses, you know, keep your expenses low and, uh, and make profit. So when it comes to expenses uh, from a trading perspective, expenses being a loss, uh, you know, fees, trading fees, and uh, educational fees. Um, so with that, just, just continue growing, developing, and uh, within the next six months, I will have increased my portfolio by 10 to 15%. I will go from there. And remember, we are one.